0: Okay, uh, another quick round, 30 seconds. Uh, each gentleman scrapping diversity and inclusion programs. More problems or less problems? Uh, Joe Bob, take the lead, please.
1: Uh, well, if scrapping diversity, equity, and inclusion is solely focused on race, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I like diversity, but I'd rather have it in thought, in, uh, in perspective, in occupation, in so many different things other than skin color. I don't, uh, I don't quite understand why that plays such a big role in American society. I think the whole purpose of this country is to eliminate that sort of thing. Uh, so I'm pro-diversity, but anti if it's only just your skin color.
0: Dan Perry? The, uh, eliminating these programs uh, certainly risks exacerbating uh, one of the main problems in the U.S., which is, as I say, the, the large income and wealth gap that causes minorities to be restless. Uh, and, and so, look, I, I don't think these programs are meant to be forever solutions. They're rather a pathway uh, to a better future where there is true equal opportunity, which would require maybe a different kind of affirmative action, like a massive Marshall Plan for improving education in disadvantaged neighborhoods. Last but not least, Dr. Omikongo Dibenga, your thoughts?
2: Well, if, if uh, Joe Bob's saying he's in favor of diversity, but doesn't want to include race, then he's not in favor of diversity. I mean, as Julian Bond said, if you look, you twist the words of America around, it literally spells out, I am race. I, li- I worked under Trump's policy and went when he, was, when, he was in pre- when he was a president. When I was going to corporations and different things, they were saying, don't say this about race, don't say this about religion, don't say this about gender. Diversity is not just race, it's gender. And like Joe Bob said, it's diversity of thought, sexual orientation, it's age, physical ability. Uh, so, and if you can't speak about those things, you can't have honest discussions in these companies, and I've seen it firsthand. Uh,
0: gentlemen, let's uh, feel free to engage in a conversation from this point uh, onwards. Uh, let's circle back to the issue of the Supreme Court itself. Is it becoming too political? Uh, uh, can it ever become apol or return to be, or become, uh, you, you be the judge of that apolitical, um, Joe Bob?
1: Yeah, I I don't really see much in the way of problems with the Supreme Court just because it leans right for the first time in a Ton of decades doesn't mean that it's a far extreme court. Just a quick statistic to throw out there that I think a lot of people don't know: only five percent of cases in the Supreme Court in this cycle were a six-to-three decision. In other words, on ideological lines, so Mm -hmm. the overwhelming majority of the Supreme Court decisions are pretty uh, uh, in agreement with 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 everybody. So the the whole idea that the Supreme Court is just off the rails is is kind of comical, especially when you look like look at the entirety of the the scope of what they've looked at this uh, time.
0: Joe, Bob, it would be equally comical not to understand that the majority of cases before the Supreme Court are not, by their nature, political. So, what we should look at is what happens when clearly political cases end up before the Supreme Court, I doubt it's 5% of the cases, probably more like 95% of the cases. And look, to your question, Ellie, uh, it, it's it's inevitable when the, uh, the the system of choosing Supreme Court justices is so politicized that they're they're chosen purely on a basis of their politics, and they're only human beings. They know they have to satisfy uh, the people who appointed them. Indeed, they want to. That's why they're so political to begin with. The system is genuinely broken. If what you want is a Supreme Court that is a bunch of Stages, uh, you know, sitting around thinking sagacious thoughts. What we have is a bunch of politicians, and it goes way back to the 5-4 vote that uh, selected George Bush in 2000, and, uh, 2000 when he failed to be elected. And I, I would okay. add to that. I mean, look yeah, yeah, yeah Doctor the, the, the election is from that situation. No, gentlemen, we want to hear stand all stand of you. It's difficult at the same time, Doctor DeBenga, please.
2: So the Supreme Court historically has only overturned about one percent of its decisions that it that it has made itself. Two of those happened within the last week. This is a, a very activist-minded court, and as long as if you're not going to start introducing things like term limits and the like, so people, you know, judges don't hold on until their party person gets into power to elect another Republican or Democrat, it's always going to be politicized, just like with the cases of how we have district attorneys in this country. But we also have to add the level of corruption in terms of the the lack of ethics that they have as a Supreme court that other judges in the United States have to follow. When you look at, you know, Clarence Thomas, you know, Alito and uh, some of the things that they've been involved mm. in financially with some of these mega donors. Has even herself uh, the 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 uh, uh, from a case uh, with an author. You know, these are real issues that need real reform in the Supreme Court. So, yes, it's
0: definitely political. And you see the result in the plummeting popularity of the court uh, yep. and the well, the politicized yeah, nature of those who of the like the versus The popularity in the
1: court is because they're doing things that the media doesn't like and therefore the media is hitting for it. As far as the quote-unquote oh, the media corruption
0: conspiracy stuff, Nobody's okay. not
1: sure if they have to report any of this stuff that they're being accused of, and also you have to say that For that sure. has influenced sure. their choices sure. in any way, shape, or form. Clarence uh, Thomas. I've been in the
0: media so all my life, and and only now do I realize I haven't been spoke. using all so this to power.
1: Influence them at all is just ridiculous. You don't uh, take a trip on <laughs> with, with billionaires who have business before the court. Look, uh, to yeah,
2: just to have always voted that way? That's the case. Jackson, but Judge they, Jackson, they, have they, have they... recused herself from the Guys, Harvard let each other speak. Just, just because of her affiliation with the university, these people, Alito and and Gorsuch, and, and I'm sorry, and and ja- and. Uh, or Clarence Thomas, they've had, they've been out with billionaires, people who have had business before the court and didn't recuse themselves. Like the basic fundamental things and this idea that they don't know whether they're supposed to report these things, that's just actually not factual. And at the end of the day, I think we should all agree, that they should hold themselves to the same standards that all other judges across the country have to do. You should be able to believe that, That's Joe a Bob. couple
0: of people on this Supreme Court. It's not a matter of principle. I'd like to adjust one thing. Ellie, you asked how, how affirmative action has failed. Here's how I think it's failed. And this uh, uh, runs against the grain of Joe Bob's notion of a liberal media uh, conspiring to affect public opinion. We have been allowed to believe that affirmative action places into colleges people who are otherwise disqualified as oppo- or unqualified, as opposed to to the reality, which is that it allows race to be one of many factors. Uh, just as uh, the famous 2019 uh, study at Harvard showed that legacy Uh, and other legacy-related issues, which obviously favors white Americans, uh, is a factor. No one actually thinks that legacy is the only reason unqualified candidates got in, but it's allowed to be a factor. Now, who knows? If if race is not allowed to be a factor because in the real world there is a problem with race relations and the balance of power and of wealth between races in America, then perhaps we should ban uh, legacy admissions as well. Maybe we will.
1: Uh, I, I've, I said from the onset, I, I, yeah, legacy admissions are ridiculous to me as well. Um, and But that doesn't mean that that justifies uh, letting people into schools based entirely on their race. Uh, not entirely. To Don't repeat it. Be Joe to, Bob, it's be not entirely. It's not. It's a factor. I, I'm curious here hear I thought on this. Joy Reid said that when she got to Harvard, everybody was looking at her as if she didn't belong. I have felt that sort of things. I have by merit, by my work, have gotten myself into some pretty interesting rooms. The last thing that I want is the other people in those rooms wondering if I was skilled at my job or I was here because I was here to check a box and was the token minority. So it's it, I felt the same thing as Joy Reid, how we fall on different sides of that issue is. Beyond beyond me, but I'm curious what, like, what are your thoughts on that? Let that
0: be our problem. Let that be our so,
2: problem. To, to me, every room I walk into, I know I belong. And I've studied at Georgetown, mm-hmm. Harvard, Princeton, Morehouse, MIT. I, I've never walked into a room and, and and worried about what people cared about how I got there. And if affirmative action wasn't there, it would be some other reason for people to think that me or you or joy Reed didn't belong. That's what people do. And nowadays, when I look at these college schemes <laughs> where parents that, you know, paid for admission, you know, cheated their way to get in, I'm looking at all types of students and wondering about whether they belong. So I don't care about the stigma and quite honestly. I'm looking at other people differently now too. Enjoying. Hey talked about she's in
0: the classroom. I, I, I want to say one thing, is which is this is, is yeah. their and whether they belong. This is genuinely a complex issue that I think we should be able to address uh, without partisan bickering. I mean, we don't yeah. really want to install people based on a race quota, and quotas are indeed banned in the U.S. Gentlemen, on that note, I will thank you very much for your time. Two minutes, and we're back.